Welcome back to the mandatory. I'm Chantel Chan. This is the betting episode. We're going to get into all of the fights this weekend that we're going to make bets on. And you know what? We we were kind of let down last weekend by Ray Vargas. Yeah, Ray Vargas didn't bring it. He should have. He was the favorite. Slight favorite, but was the favorite. Thought he was going to score some points and um, at least take it to Oshaki Foster, potentially outbox him. None of that shit happened. Oshaki Foster beat his ass. And now all of a sudden people, uh, you know, acting like that that shit was like destined to happen. That was almost 50-50 fight. So congrats to Shaki Foster, uh, new champion. Um, yes. I honestly like didn't even watch the fight until like Monday because UFC, Alexander Volkanovsky, Islam Makachev, that card was insane. And I was also like watching, I don't remember which NBA game was on at the time or whatever was whatever that was. But I saw Ray Vargas after the fact that it was a disappointing performance. I think it was the Warriors and the Lakers, was it not? Probably. That sounds Sat- about right. Sat- Saturday night. But I ended up seeing both because the Foster-Vargas fight went on right before the main event for UFC. So, But nonetheless, shout out to Oshaki Foster. Had a great win. Ray Vargas let us down. And if you hit us up in the DMs or in the comments and you were like, oh, you guys are wrong. You know, Foster won and Vargas didn't. Well, like, show me your bet slip that you bet that. Yeah. I want to see if you bet that before you start <laughs> running your mouth. But that's a, look, look, look. I'm also look. I uh, my whole thing with with betting shit. Just so people know, I'm not trying to bet a thousand because that shit is impossible. I'm trying to give you just good, solid, researched betting analysis, which I yes. can fucking do. All right. In terms of being right, you ain't gonna be right. But like, if you're right half of the time, you're doing an amazing job. You know what I mean? If, if with exact bets, not if you're picking fucking minus eight thousand dollar money lines, which boxing does gives you at some point. But we do have a good fight to talk about this week, and then we have a bunch of fights that are going on this weekend yeah. for, for the nerds, for the hardcore nerds. If you really want to bet on some shit, so we're gonna get into that right now. Like money, motherfucker. Money be green. Money feel like money. That shit look green to you. That brings us to Lee Wood and Mauricio Lara. Lara, a minus 300 favorite. Lee Wood, a plus 215. This fight going to be in his backyard. Brian, who do you have winning and how? The how is where I'm going to toss it to you because I actually have a question about that. Uh, Mauricio Lara, since this fight got announced, I felt pretty confident. He's Does he kind of remind you of Isak Cruz? A little bit. I mean, when you take a look at how real his punching power is. I mean, if we're going to break it down, this is the second attempt to make this fight. The first one, the first time it was going to happen, Lee Wood, I think he had an injury in his bicep or something, so they had to call off that fight. But stylistically, this is a really good fight. Lee Wood, 26-2, and and the last fight that he fought was against Michael Conlon. And some could argue that was like the fight of the year last year, got dropped in the first round, and then he ended up knocking out Conlin out of the ring it was crazy ended up winning that's the thing about Lee Wood though is that he gets better as the fight goes along and he's one of those guys that will bang with you on the inside I don't think you want to bang on the inside with a guy like Mauricio Lara though he does have power I think his best attribute is the fact that he's really good at fighting off of his back foot and he knows well he can control distance pretty well because he knows how to fight off his back foot so well the only thing where I'm like, man, I wish he kind of goes to the body for Lara a little bit more because going back, like Lara's been hurt to the body before. 
I think it was Elliot Chavez who mm. gave him his first L. That was a body shot, if I'm not mistaken. And I also believe he was hurt by Emilio Sanchez in a fight to the body as well. But that was a fight where he ended up winning against Emilio Sanchez. So I think Michael, I, I, I do think that Lee Wood, he's a bit of a headhunter. So I think in this fight, if he wants to win, he's got to go to the body a little bit more. But he knows how to let his hands go. He has a flurry of uppercuts that he likes to throw, throws nasty combos. Mauricio Lara, one of my favorite fighters, 25-2-1. I think he's the most underrated fighter in this division, mm. if I'm going to be real with you. Heavy hands, relentless. He is the definition of Mexican-style boxing. He's going to come forward. He's going to be the aggressor. And just as much as he throws heavy punches, he takes them right back. Yeah. Mauricio Lara has a chin and I think his best punch, his nastiest punch is his left hook. That one will put you in for a quick nap as well. We've talked about boxers putting in dudes for naps, that left hook, that'll do it. He's going to want this one to be an all out war because he's like a brawler type of boxer. And he starts off really quick. A lot of his recent KOs have been like when within the first like one to four rounds because he's such a quick fighter. He starts off fights really fast. So I think in this fight against Lee Wood, he's going to start off really, really fast. I think Wood is going to try to go to the body. I think he's going to be a little bit smart, not try to trade with him because this one is going to be a banger. I think this one is going to be a banger for sure. So just to cut it short, Brian, just to cut you off, I think Lara is going to start off really quickly. And I think he's going to drop Wood like in the first couple of rounds. But I think Wood is tough as nails. I think Wood is tough as nails and he gets better as the fight goes along, but I still have Lara winning by knockout and it's a minus 120 on FanDuel. So I'm surprised by that. Not that he's not that you're gonna pick him to win by knockout because I think I, I'm leaning that way as well. I'm just surprised that I'm not getting value on it on the sports books. Like I have minus odds that this is going to happen. Lee Wood is yeah. not like he, his chin doesn't suck. You know what I mean? He has been knocked out before. He did get dropped, but he got back up against Mick Conlon and finished him. Uh, Michael Conlon, who kind of thought was an overrated prospect anyway. Um, but, like, <laughs> if we're being honest about it, right, like, I think with Lee Wood, he's a little bit more of an underdog than I would have expected going into this fight, especially considering that this fight is going to be in his backyard. But Mauricio Lara is 14-0-1 in his last 15 fights since that knockout in May of 2018. And of that 14-0-1, he's got 12 wins by knockout, which tells you that, like, he's really, like, he does remind me of Isak Cruz because he's he's a broader, classic Mexican-style fighter, pressure fighter, uh, who also throws these looping hook shots that can really daze you and really change the course of the fight in one fell swoop. Um, I wonder if, and this is going to kind of be key for me, sort of like Amanda Serrano had to figure out against Erica Cruz, where Erica Cruz was catching her with these looping hooks over and over, Erica Cruz didn't have the power to put somebody down necessarily. She had she was 15 and one at the time with three knockouts. But she was finding a home for these looping hooks for about half the fight. Then Amanda Serrano kind of figured out, okay, one, two's down the middle. Keep it simple, straight. Throw punches in between those looping shots and get out of the way. Couldn't get out of the way of all of them, but threw enough to slow her down and obviously take over the fight. I think Lee Wood is going to have to do something like that where he's throwing punches, one, two's straight in between looping shots these looping uppercuts that come from weird distances and weird angles like he's going to be pressured the entire time it's going to be a brawl um if you yeah. see is going to 
make it that way. And his fights tend to go in that direction. So I do think he's going to win. He's probably going to win by knockout. Um, I'm not going to do my group round betting thing. I like to do that typically when it comes to like betting or whatever the case may be. Uh, like I had, for example, Tyson Fury beating Derek Chisora, despite him being a minus 3000 favorite, I had him knocking him out between round seven and 12. And that was like yeah. 200 odds. You know what I mean? Like something like that. I'd probably look at uh, between round seven and 12 though. I'm not, I think he'll get off to a fast start. I don't think he's going to finish him right away, but ultimately if I'm looking at Mauricio Lara to win by knockout, um, then I'm going to take Gander at group round betting. But I also think there's a scenario where Lee Wood like can actually withstand the pressure. And, you know, I consider him a live dog in this. Like, I don't think he's going to get his ass whooped. I'm actually a little surprised that the bets aren't a little bit closer to 50-50. And then on top of that, you have Mauricio Lara minus 3,000 on FanDuel, which is interesting. So if you go to a group round betting, right? Yeah. What I like to do. Money line, uh, three minus 300 odds, though. You could throw that in a parlay, in a little three-legger, four-legger. You could still probably get plus odds, depending on what else you do. If you're looking for. Yeah. Lee, uh, Mauricio Lara to win rounds one through six, plus 115. And then seven to 12, plus 330. So that tells you that the books think that he's going to finish this early. To your point, I'm a little surprised at that. I'm st- I'm gonna take him by knockout because the uh, minus one twenty. I refuse to pick the round for this one. I'm not as convinced as I am with, for example, Subriel Matias and Jeremiah Sponse, which you know we'll get to next week. But yeah, you know, that's where I'm at with it. Are you surprised to see that plus one fifteen rounds one through six? Well, not really, because Lara lately has finished guys off in like rounds one through four. He starts so quickly. The only thing is that. I think they're taking Lee Wood not as seriously when he's a solid fighter. Yeah. And it's in his backyard. So I think that he's kind of being disrespected on the lines a little bit. And he gets better as the fight goes along. So I think Lara has a better chance of knocking him out early. And if he doesn't, then he usually takes off like rounds five, six, and seven. So I think as the fight goes on, Lee Wood has a better chance to win. If I'm going to be real with you. But I'm just going to take... Lara to win by knockout the minus 120 and probably built myself a little bit of a parlay. I'm a little bit more comfortable in doing that because I think Lee Wood gets hit a lot and I think he's gonna take Lara's punch, but I, there's a chance he gets dropped. I don't know if Lara knocks him out in rounds one through four because I do think that Lee Wood is tough as nails. So I'm gonna put that out there. But so we're both going with Lara to win by knockout minus 120 on FanDuel. And of and course, we want to know. Okay, so they have they have the same odds. So let us know who you're gonna roll with and uh show us your bets before, <laughs> not after the fight, before. Because if you want to talk smack about Lee Wood winning, then that's gonna be one of the reasons. But of course, Brian, there's a bunch of other fights. If there's one other fight that you're gonna be betting on this weekend, which one is it gonna be? Now we're really gonna get geeky. Um, Lou DeBella, who we had on the show, uh, has a showbox card. He promised 50-50 fights, and I want to say that the odds reflect that because the main three fights on the card, nobody is a bigger than minus like 190 favorite at the moment at the time of this recording. Um, so those are real 50-50 fights. Uh, in terms of other fights that I'm looking at this weekend, I mean, you're gonna talk about Luis Neri's fight against Azat Hovanesian. I hope I'm saying that right. 
And I think we should just go there because okay. in looking at the card and looking at everything else, those show box odds are tempting. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with any of them. You're leaning, you're leaning to Lewis Neary getting upset here. And I think I this is going to be our first disagreement on the show. About time. <laughs> <laughs> so Lewis Neary, for people who don't know, and this is going to be very quick because if you're if you're a casual here, you're probably like, "What the fuck is going?" We got you. Hold on, this will be quick. We'll break down though, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's great. Also, so it's fine. Um, this fight is going to be a super bantam weight bout in Pomona, California, and it's going to be on the Zone, and it's going to be on Saturday night. Lewis Neri, thirty three and one, Azat Hovanesian, twenty one and three with seventeen knockouts from Armenia. Yeah. Shout out. And Lewis Neri, 33 and 1, 25 knockouts. And my guess is because your boy Stephen Fulton beat Brandon Figueroa, and Brandon Figueroa knocked this dude out, Luis Neri. You think Luis Neri is going to lose this fight? That that's not the only reason why. Um, when you look at <laughs> Hovanesian, this is also the title eliminator. So whoever wins this is in line to fight cool boy Steph, Stephen Fulton. But that one loss that Neri does have against Brandon Figueroa, that one was a body shot. And Neri, I mean touted prospect coming in right was knocking dudes left right and center that fight against brad and figueroa was at 122 but he was knocking dudes out at 118 and i think that's where he was at his best so this is going to be a fight at 122 neary's a power puncher he's a southpaw this is going to be a southpaw versus orthodox he has speed he likes to brawl and he throws hard punches but hovenissian he has power too man 17 of those 21 wins by knockout throws every punch with power nasty right hand and i think his left hook is just as nasty as his right hand i wouldn't sleep on him he's also being trained by freddie roach he's underrated he has a good chin and he actually has underrated speed as well vicious power he's also a harder puncher than brandon figueroa in my opinion we talked about sweeping hooks this guy has a flurry of them he has fast hands he lost to ray vargas but he gave ray vargas work like, he gave Ray Vargas work. He gave him some problems. He also knocked out Ronnie Rios. So I'm just going with Hovanesian because he's got the experience in this weight class over Neri. And what I've seen from Neri in his last two fights, like, I wasn't overly impressed. So, and the thing about it is Hovanesian also has never been stopped before. So if this one goes the full sure. distance, I'm probably going to lean over to Hovanesian. Like, this one's going to be a banger. Yeah. And ab this one's going to be entertaining. I'm actually looking forward to this fight a lot. What about you? Um, but yeah, I think Hovanissian ends up winning. I'm going to take him straight up on the money line. And straight up on the money line, if I'm taking a look at the odds on FanDuel, plus 136. So, and I'm going to pair that, of course, uh, with the knockout with uh, Mauricio Lara, minus 120. Plus 140 on DraftKings. I'm just going Luis Neri money line plus, minus 180 on DraftKings. Um, you'll, I'll probably see if I can find a minus 160 uh, if I remember to bet on this fight, actually, uh, because there's a lot of other shit worth betting on this weekend because you got NBA All-Star Weekend and shit. I also want to point yes. out, uh, going back to um, what was the other fight we were just talking about? Mauricio Lara and Lee Wood. I don't know why I was just blanking on me because boxing specials is something I look at a lot, right? Lee Wood to be knocked down in rounds one, five, nine, or 12 plus five fifty is one of those things that I'm like, Hey, I could actually, I have a 33% chance of getting this right. <laughs> if I could just guess the right round. Um, like 
I'm looking at also specials for things like that. You're not going to get as much of this for with uh, Luis Neri. I'm actually, frankly, surprised they have a lot of these with Lee Wood and Mauricio Lara. So that's yeah. uh, that's pretty good. You mentioned that you think Mauricio Lara could get knocked down. Mauricio Lara to be no, no. Up. I I I think uh, Lee Wood could get locked uh, knocked down by Mauricio Lara in the first four rounds. Do you? Mauricio Lara is not going to get knocked down in this fight. <laughs> okay, but if you did think so, Mauricio Lara to be knocked down and then win by knockout is plus eight fifty. I don't know. I mean that 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 sounds something that's actually that that sounds. Are you going like to sprinkle on that? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do, <laughs> and if you want to do another group round special because you were talking about this being an early night, I mean, if you want to put your money where your mouth is, Chantel. Mauricio Lara to win in rounds one through four is plus 240. I mean. <laughs> I, th I think I might sprinkle on that. But like I said, I think Lee Wood's tough as nails that it happens through rounds nine through 12, even though Wood gets better as the fight goes on. Yeah. I just, it's hard for me to go against a guy like Lara. He's one of my favorite fighters. And I think he's one of the most underrated guys in the division. So we gave we gave you almost 20 minutes on this. We'll, we'll see what happens next week when we have Jake Paul, Adrian Broner, Tevin Farmer Ooh. and Subriel Matthias, who's going to be the IBF super lightweight champion of the world next weekend. I'm calling it now. Hey, I'm with that. We're going to get into that next week. But remember to drop your slips in the comments because I don't want to hear any more. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more talk about that. You know, we might've been wrong. And especially if Lee would. Look, and if I'm wrong, I don't care. Do you not, do you, no, if I'm, no, I care. I care because like I care is money, right? I'm not spending a lot of money doing these. Bets. Money be green, Brian. Money be green. That's right. But look, if I'm wrong, then whatever, the analysis was good. So fuck y'all. Yeah. But drop. But, listen, but listen to the show and leave us five stars. And I say, fuck y'all with, with love thank because you, I'm a New you. Yorker and this is how we this is how we communicate. You know? He called me a dickhead earlier. It's just all love. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love. Just remember that. By the way, follow us at the mandatory TKO Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We'll be posting on there. Leave some comments if you have any thoughts on any of the fights that we talked about and let us know how you're betting as well. And once again, thanks so much for rocking with us. We'll be back soon.